0: Hello and welcome to Market Talks, a series of podcasts brought by Argus Weekly about the main events with an impact on the commodities and energy sectors in Brazil and worldwide. My name is Camila Diaz, I'm Argus Brazil Bureau Chief and in today's episode I'll talk to Kawana Navarro, reporter of the Argus Brazil Grains and Fertilizer publication about the barter rate in Brazil and how it can impact Brazilian fertilizer demand. Welcome Kawana. Thank you, Camilo. It is a pleasure to be here. Kawana, I think we might start by saying what is the barter rate and why it is so important in Brazil? Sure.
1: The barter rate is the rate of the price of a bag of agriculture production to a ton of inputs seeds, pesticides, fertilizer used to treat the crop. But here we are talking about just commodity fertilizers, nitrogen, phosphates, and potash. The lower the barter rates are, the better the position for farmers. In Brazil, exchange inputs for future production is the most common way to finance crops. Kawana, some months ago, the barter rates were favorable for Brazilian farmers. What is the scenario now? <laughs> Things are, are quite different now. Barter rates for corn and soybeans in Brazil are becoming unfavorable for farmers, as they need to offer more grain to buy fertilizer for their crops. Current fertilizer barter rates raise doubts about whether farmers will be willing to pay the price to plant the next Brazilian crops. And what caused the situation to deteriorate for farmers? A rapid relief in fertilizer prices boosted barter rates. The CFR MAP price, the main phosphate that drives the other phosphate values, rose by around $500 per ton this year. Granular urea prices, widely used in corn fields, have more than tripled since last year. The CFR prices rose by $608 per ton. And granular MOP is for All crops in Brazil, as the soil is poor in potash, appreciated by $560 per ton.
0: Kawana, and what is the reason for the rally in all
1: NPK components? Camila, there are a bunch of reasons. It is like a perfect storm. We are facing an energy crisis in many parts of the world. In China, the crisis reached fertilizer production as they use coal to synthesize urea and also to provide energy. The situation is the same in Europe. Energy competes with nitrogen production. We also see a huge increase in the raw materials used to produce phosphates. Another point is we are also compete with demand for from other countries. The fertilizer market is like any other product goes to the person paying the most. Although prices increased substantially in Brazil recently, and maybe some Brazilian farmers are not willing to pay, in other countries like Australia or U.S., farmers still are comfortable enough
0: to pay. Kawana, what is going to happen if Brazilian farmers didn't pay what fertilizer producers ask?
1: Farmers have little choice but to pay up or use less fertilizer and risk more exposure to the inclement weather. What do you mean by inclement weather? You know, in agriculture, there are variables that we can control and others we cannot. The weather is a prime example of an uncontrollable one. But fertilizer can, in most cases, help the plant to survive some weather issues. Without the total fertilizer needed, the crop has less chance to go through more severe conditions. In some cases, the use of more fertilizer could prevent crop Further their losses.
0: I see. Kawana, you mentioned that current barter rates are becoming uneconomical for farmers, but you didn't mention what are the levels
1: now. Soy bean fertilizer barter rates, I mean, the rate of the number of soy bags needed to buy a ton of NPK used in the fields. It's now at 26 bags per ton of NPK in Rondonopolis, in Mato Grosso State. The rate was 10 bags per ton a year ago. The situation is similar in Sorriso, another soy-producing city in Mato Grosso State, where the ratio is at 28 bags per ton, compared with 10 bags per ton last year. The average soy barter rate since December 2014 for these two cities has been 18 bags per ton. The situation is no better for corn farmers. The ratio is at 72 bags per tonne in Hondonopolis and 80 bags per tonne in Sorriso. One year ago, the rate was 28 bags per tonne and 31 bags per tonne respectively. The average since 2014 for the two cities is 61 bags per tonne, more than 15 bags per tonne lower than presently. And how it can be translated into the costs? It means the costs are increasing. The first estimate for 22-23 soybean crop in Mato Grosso showed that NPK fertilizer costs are on track to double from the previous cycle, according to the Mato Grosso Institute, (IMEA). Fertilizers and soy enhancers should represent about 50% of estimated expenses. IMEA also uh, expect seed costs for the soybean crop will climb by up to six percent compared to the current crop. But Kawana, the 2022-23
0: crop won't be planted until September, right? What impact will we see now?
1: Yes, you are right, but the preparation for the next crops starts now. For soybeans, the first thing you can notice is that the rising costs are having a bigger impact on anticipated sales than on farmers' current profit margins. Booked sales for the next season are currently progressing slower compared to this time in 2020. Sales for the 22 23 soybean season are at 4% of the total production estimate, while sales booked for the 21 22 season were at 10% in November last year. And we must remember that barter rates are used in Brazil to finance the crops. And the current conditions mean, mean the farmers can invest less in the crops.
0: And for corn, Kawana, how are the costs for the 22 23 season?
1: We'll be planting the biggest area of the 22 23 cycle just in January 23, So it is too early to have an estimate. But the costs in Mato Grosso for that cycle are 45% higher than crop planted this year. Is there any risk of lower
0: fertilizer use in the corn season that will be sown in January 22?
1: Yes, but not a huge risk. About 85% of the total fertilizer that will be used for Brazil's winter corn crop was already negotiated. So, I'd say the risk is minimal. But I can't say the same for the next crop. Fundamentals do not show any sign of significant falls in the short term.
0: Okay, thank you very much, Kawana. These and other episodes of our podcast are available at the Argus website at www.argusmedia.com. Visit the page to follow the events that affect global commodity markets and understand their developments in Brazil and in Latin America. We'll be back soon with another edition of Market Talks. See you soon.